it's Loom Group's Andrea Lay, Backview's Melissa Burdick, the wizard of Woodland Hills Shree, and I'm PVSB from Flywheel, a division of Omnicom, and I'm coming to you today from the Catskills. Be playing Heckinger's Tuesdays and Thursdays. Before we get to the CPG Guys episode you've downloaded, it's the week of May 6th, and it's time for the Fresh Four, for curated news stories from the past week. We find them dependably intriguing. We hope you do too. We're brought to you through our partnership with Retail Wit, your one-stop shop for retail industry intelligence news, retailwit.com. It's retail right now. Over to you, Shree. In case you're wondering what this background is, I'm at, I'm at my father-in-law's house all the way in Chennai, India for the next couple of weeks. So what's the message of the week? Kroger Precision Marketing strikes a partnership with none other than Yahoo DSP. So Yahoo DSP advertisers now have access to KPM's audiences for both reach and measurement. Partnership marks KPM's second DSP partnership since last fall and ushers in a new focus on commerce media for Yahoo advertising in particular. Collaborations like this one will define the next phase of growth in retail media as retailers recognize the limitations of monetization on their own digital properties and seek incremental growth by expanding offsite. This is said by Sara Marzano, principal analyst at eMarketer. For advertisers, the delayed but still impending deprecation of third-party cookies, which is now on its way, continues to underpin every decision regarding digital advertising dollars. So solutions that safeguard their investments against that hold increasing appeal. Over to you, Andrea. Hello, Fresh 4 listeners. Walmart adds a new grocery line to its private brand's portfolio. Walmart has announced a new private label grocery brand called Better Goods. The line includes 300 items spanning categories such as frozen, dairy, snacks, beverages, pasta, soups, coffee, and chocolate. With most items priced under $5, Better Goods focuses on three key components, culinary experiences, plant-based, and made without. The retailer said Better Goods marks not only its largest private food brand launch in two decades, but also its fastest grocery brand brought to market. Over to you, Melissa. Thanks, Andrea. Uh, so, Savemark companies roll out in-store retail media networks. It's not enough that we have online. Now we're moving to in-store retail media networks. The Savemark companies plans to roll out in-store connect, an in-store retail media network powered by Quad Graphics Inc. To start, 16 of the grocery company stores will have digital screens, kiosks, end caps, shelf screens, and vertical banners throughout, allowing CPG partners to showcase promotions, product information, and recommendations to shoppers. The program will eventually roll out to all the Savemark companies, approximately 200 stores. This is Savemark's latest retail media effort, coming almost a year after a launch of its own retail media network. Over to you, Peter. Thanks, Melissa. Rite Aid expands Uber Eats' partnership for alcohol delivery in eight states. Nearly 1,000 Rite Aid stores will now offer alcohol delivery via retailers' expanded partnership with Uber Eats. Customers of legal drinking aid can get delivery from select stores in California, Idaho, Michigan, New York, Ohio, Oregon, Virginia, and Washington. Quote, our collaboration and trusted partnership with Uber Eats underscores our commitment to meet the evolving needs of our customers and providing a seamless digital shopping experience complements their busy lives, unquote, said Jeannie Walden, Senior Vice President and Chief Marketing Officer at Rite Aid, the U.S.'s third largest pharmacy retailer. That's it for the Fresh Four. Now on to the CPG Guys episode that you've downloaded. Welcome to another episode of the CPG Guys podcast. Our hosts, Sri Raj Kapalan, 
Peter V.S. Bond, and Brian Gildenberg explore how brands and retailers engage consumers in an increasingly digitally driven world. And now, here are the CPG guys. Welcome again to the CPG Guys podcast. I'm PVSB, one of your hosts on this educational and entertaining journey about consumer engagement in a digitally driven world. I'm also the Senior Vice President of Commercial Strategy at Fetch, the mobile consumer engagement platform. Today, we're recording high atop the area resort hotel and casino in fabulous Viva Las Vegas. Uh, we're here for the CES, Consumer Electronics Show. Uh, my co-host, Shri, and our newest CBG guy, Brian Gildenberg, they're not here today. So I am doing this all by myself, but that's okay because I don't want to share my guests with anyone. <laughs> uh, before we get to our guests, I want to remind our audience that all of our content may be found by simply visiting cpgguys.com. If you're not already following us on LinkedIn, shame on you. There are 19,000 other industry professionals who are following us, please do go there, search for CPG guys. And when you get to our page, just click the blue follow button. It's really that easy. Uh, we're on a lot of other social media platforms, obviously Facebook and Twitter, but increasingly Instagram and even TikTok. Yes, we are TikTok stars, at least in our own mind. Uh, we produce new content literally every day of the week. Sunday, we have the Fresh Four with Andrea and Melissa. Monday, Sean Halter from Mio Marketplace gives us CPG bites. Tuesday, Jeff Mahomet from Mindshare joins us for the Retail Media Minute. On Wednesdays, we have a new podcast episode. Thursdays, Brian Gildenberg, the newest CPG guy, has the Gildenberg Omnicom. Friday, our friends Risa and Jennifer at CPG Scoop feature their podcast. And on Saturday, we have a double whammy. We have uh, Tech Talk from our friends at Pair Commerce, and we release a second podcast episode. So seven days a week. It's almost like a Beatles song, but just a little bit short of that. Anyhow, please do uh, check out CPG Guys on LinkedIn for all of this content. It's really terrific. And of course, uh, I'd be remiss if I didn't mention how proud Shree and I are to partner with Next Up, formerly known as Network of Executive Women. We are supporter-level sponsors of Next Up, and we are systematically and very uh, quickly giving away 50 memberships to uh, female entrepreneurs, uh, businesses that are uh, in an early stage who could benefit from the networking and educational resources that Next Up offers in its mission to advance women in business. Uh, so please, if you think you, uh, you would be interested in one of those memberships uh, and you're in an early stage startup company, please reach out to us at contact at cbgguys.com. We'd love to be able to include you in this great offering. That's why we're doing it. We thought it was important for us to contribute financially this year to the cause, and we're so happy to be able to do that. All right, today's guest is a return visitor to the podcast. In fact, her episode still ranks among the top 10 of all time downloaded episodes among our 250-plus episodes that we have recorded. Uh, and there's good reason. She is a dynamic marketer uh, and with prior extensive experience at some great companies, uh, little-known companies like Warner Media and you know, the Walt Disney Company. By the way, I just returned from Walt Disney. Uh, my wallet is substantially lighter. Uh, having been there, uh, I'm still trying to purge my mind of the It's a Small World song. It's just good luck. <laughs> playing in my head over and over again. 
Since uh, late 2019, she's led marketing for Walmart Connect, the retail media arm of Walmart, the world's most elite retailer, as my my partner Shree would describe it. Uh, I'm uh, I'm speaking actually later this month with Ryan Mayward, another past guest, uh, and to the Walmart Connect team uh, at a meeting in Bentonville. So I'm really excited uh, to be part of this conversation. Please join me in welcoming back to the cast the incomparable, <laughs> the enchanting. Kara Rusa. Kara, how are you? Wow, what an how about intro, that? Peter. What an intro. Thank you so much <laughs> worth, for that. Worth every word. <laughs> and uh, Happy New Year. Oh, and to you as well. Here we are. It's like literally out of vacation, and here we are in Vegas. In we went, Vegas. So we went right to fifth gear. We did. We did. We absolutely did. And you know what? I think this is the, the perfect backdrop for our Encore podcast, you and I. I like it. Right? I mean, there's a lot of energy here. Where are we going to go next? Like cams? Yes, Maybe something like that. We're gonna have to figure out what yes, our next please. venue is. This is just. I, I'm I'm up for that. We we go to Cannes. We went to Cannes this past We're year. We're going we to will, Cannes as well. So. All right. Well, we will meet there as oh a as a follow up for for so a third many time. But to do. first, we have to we have to give some some good content to your listeners today. Oh, I know. But I am th- I'm, now. I'm already thinking about what what luxurious yacht on the on the Mediterranean are we going to get for the interview? We have to the backdrop. Keep. I'm not big. sure that's very. Not Walmart EDLP. Okay, so, but but we can, you know, we can absolutely. We can figure a nice venue looking at yachts in the background on the wall. Absolutely. Okay. All right. Absolutely. So we'll go with that. Kara, before we uh, get to the question we have, I'd love for you to remind our audience what is Walmart Connect? What does it do? Uh, and what is your role there? Absolutely. I'd be happy to start there. So Walmart Connect is the advertising and media arm of Walmart. So yep. America's number one omni-channel retailer. Thank you for saying the elite retailer. I may use that. I have that. to do it. I have to say it with the, with the, the emphasis. <laughs> Thank you. That's how Shree does it. So. I, I appreciate yeah. that. I appreciate that. And so what do we do at Walmart Connect? What we do is we're really focused on helping to connect our our suppliers, our advertisers with Walmart customers everywhere that they are. And that's whether it's on our platforms or off our platforms, you know, in order to make sure that we're helping to accelerate sales. And then how we do that is, you know, really it's about leveraging our massive scale and reach, right? It all comes down to data and we're sitting on troves of customer data and being able to leverage that in order to help, you know, think about how to, um, start to activate that on behalf of the supplier and behalf of the customer mm-hmm. um, is really the magic of what retail media allows us to do. And um, that's, that's what we're doing. It's about using that data to create those meaningful connections. Well, I think data is a great segue into our conversation uh, on a, on a couple of occasions, a data point that I just love that you produced last year saying 82% of in-store shoppers are either opening the mobile app or looking at walmart.com on a mobile browser as they're walking through stores. That is powerful. That talks to the fact that digital engagement is not about e-commerce. Digital mm-hmm. engagement, engagement uh, really is about omni-channel. And that's pretty important. The other part about data, I'll say, and plug for future episode coming up, uh, I'm going to have Mark Hardy on from Walmart. Luminate. You are. Okay. I, I'd love to so, talk about that a little bit uh, later too. We'll get into that. We'll Absolutely. Into that. And you asked me a little bit about my role yeah. and we have some exciting news on that front too, because so from my role, I, I head up the marketing for Walmart connect and yeah. Really, the purview is, is um, you know, how do I look at four different key areas of marketing? One mm-hmm. is the B2B marketing yeah. front, yeah. right? And that's about how we're brand stewards for Walmart Connect, you know, driving our marketing activation mm-hmm. and strategy for yeah. all of our different audiences. Yeah. And, you know, that's whether that's 
first party um, suppliers. It's advertise, uh, you know, our sellers, um, third party sellers now more and more Mm -hmm. uh, agencies, API partners. Um, But also I have a client solutions team. Mm -hmm. That client solutions team is really focused on driving insights uh, that can be utilized for smarter media strategies, but then also for those kind of integrated programs. How are we bringing it to life across omnichannel touch points and one Walmart, which I know we'll talk about later. Finally, um, you know, I also have a training and sales enablement team. That is an interesting area because, Peter, you know, though we've been focused on it internally, really important externally for us Mm -hmm. to start to think about, you know, certification. And as we as we're starting to serve those other customers, whether those are third party sellers or agencies, really thinking about the training there. And then the exciting part is Lightbox Creative. So, you know, we've always had an internal creative agency, but they fall under my purview now and they've rebranded. And that's really a a focus of delivering best-in-class creative to our suppliers that keep in mind, you know, serving the customer has always been number one for Walmart. What we bring to it is understanding the creative that is going to appeal most to those customers across every touch point. And so Lightbox Creative is part of the the, the marketing and and creative purview. And that's my scope these days. Wow. So that... Get, that'll get us into conversations about managed services versus self-service. Yes. So that's, that's really great. To our audience, uh, if you want to learn more about Kara and Walmart Connect in the digital liner notes of this episode, you'll find links to her LinkedIn profile and links to Walmart Connect's website where you can learn much more about that. So that's really Thank great. you for plugging that. I wanted uh, to say follow us on walmartconnect.com um, yeah. or and, on LinkedIn. And on LinkedIn, go follow Walmart Connect. Uh, the numbers just keep growing. I think you have more than we do now. Now we're jealous. Listen, Listen I'm not going to okay. throw that at you okay. guys. You're, okay. you're growing very fast. Of course, big, so. big Brother has like 3 million followers. Of course so, it does. Okay. Yes. Yes. We're, just, we're, like, we're like picking up the table scraps. <laughs> that's okay. We'll do, we'll do just fine. All right. So, Kara, let's let's uh, let's get right into our conversation. You know, when we last spoke in early 2022, retail media was on a meteoric rise. Uh, in your opinion, has it come of age? Uh, is it a must-have for omni-channel retailers? Is there so much more to do? What, what What are your thoughts around where retail media is going after 2022, where it was just the hottest topic there was? Yeah, I think it's still one of the hottest topics. I will tell you, you know, I came to CES um, two days ago. Retail media is the buzz here. And I feel like it's the buzz in the industry right now. So it's a really exciting time to be in this space. Um, is it, you know, it's this meteoric rise. I, yes. And it's continuing. So I don't see that slowing down anytime soon. Um, has it come of age? I think we're still at our infancy. Yeah. Honestly, I think we're still at the beginning. Um, you know, what's really, it's been incredible to witness is to see how so many new players in the last year have have entered into this space, pretty much anyone who has the, the data around the corner from my house yes. is opening up a retail. Yes. The bulletin board on the wall next to it, yeah. but they call that a retail media platform. That's yeah. how excited people are about this. This is how, and, and, and I guess the question is why, right? Yeah. And when I look at it, I, I think there's a number of factors, but I boil it down to two key factors. Mm-hmm. You know. Number one, I think it's delivering what marketers need. Number, you know, understanding their customer, mm-hmm. right? It comes back to the data, right? Marketers need to understand their consumers and their customers better. And, you know, customers today, they 
expect that expect more relevant products. Mm-hmm. They want it to be more personalized. They want to be able to buy things in an easy and effortless way. Yep. That means that our marketers need to understand who their customer is, how to reach them, what you know, how to make it easy for them. And with the deprecation of the third-party cookie, it's becoming harder and harder to to target them. And yeah. also, so it's getting the data and the information that's actually going to help them gain the insights and then being able to activate on those insights. And retail media is a solution to that. Okay. So I think to me, that's that's one of the, the key drivers of why it's continuing to yeah. rise. I think the other, you know, the other reason for that is marketers need to show that their dollars are working, right? It's, there's more and more pressure and to say this dollar drove these sales and to be able to have that attribution. And that's the other, you know, key area and benefit of retail media. Is you have the closed loop cycle the close of loop. that, of, of investment activation and measurement. Exactly. Yeah. That's solid. Okay. So from your perspective, then what do you see? That's clearly one of them, but what do you see as being kind of the key elements for a successful retail media offering for brands to invest against on-site off-site and even in-store? Yeah, I think that's, it's a great question, but I, I, you know, before I get there, Peter, I, you mentioned something earlier and I I don't want to pass over it because you asked about, you know, the maturation of retail media. And I think the other thing that's really important is how it's evolving Mm -hmm. because retail media has always been about performance media, Yeah, right? You know, the the core of it has always been about search, sponsored products, display. Mm -hmm. And I, I don't see that changing, but when we look at omni-channel retailers like a Walmart, Mm -hmm. and when we also look at customer behaviors changing, how customers are discovering products and purchasing products, that is actually pushing retail media into new spaces. And so what I think is happening when we think about this, you know, coming of age of retail media is you're seeing um, a a real diversity of offerings. Mm -hmm. And so despite the fact you've got these flood of entrants and certainly they can play in different ways. You've got these really niche players, but then you've got these huge omni-channel players like ourselves. Mm -hmm. I think, the opportunity is you're seeing much more kind of full funnel opportunity, right? Being yeah. able to, and, and that's where we're focused as an omni-channel retailer, yeah. right? Is being able to provide that kind of full funnel 360 offering that that delivers for our end customer, but yeah. also for our supplier. And I think there's a really interesting area there. I think when you look at where are things going to be <coughs> developing, and this will get into your next question about what do you, you know, what are those different places? Yeah. It's everywhere from, you know, yes, you've got to be, you got to be on walmart.com mm-hmm. and on our app and, you know, in our stores, we're lucky enough mm-hmm. to have 4,700 stores. Um, th- that's key. And you need that sponsored search. You need display. You need to be able to deliver with those core offerings, mm-hmm. but more and more you need to be playing offsite. You need CTV, yeah. Yeah. right? Where are our consumers? They're they're watching their programming and they're streaming it with CTV, right? Mm-hmm. We need to reach them where they are. Who all over the I, I, I cut my cable line two years ago. Yeah. Everything I'm doing is streaming now. So that's, you right. have, that's where I am, and I'm I'm an old codger. I mean, the younger generation. That's absolutely where they are. Right. So you, yeah, you have to absolutely go where your your consumers are yeah. and talk to them in in the 
in the media channels that they're consuming. That's exactly it. But when we do that, right, we know that I'm, I might be watching a show on mm-hmm. streaming TV, being able to target me as a Walmart customer, yes. serve me an ad, right. and then be able to close the loop. You know, this is the really exciting evolution and expansion. So, you know, we at Walmart really, you know, leaned into this last year with our Walmart DSP. Yeah. Right. Um, so I think when we look at trends, it is about thinking about how do we make sure that we're showing up where, where all of our shoppers are, mm-hmm. all of our customers are social CTV, et cetera. And then how are we ensuring that the content is Mm -hmm. relevant to them? Mm -hmm. Right. And, um, and then really making sure they're thinking about wherever they are in the journey. Is it inspiration at discovery? At that moment, you need to make it easy. You've got to shorten the distance between inspiration and discovery and purchase. It has to be seamless. Yeah. And I think that's why the, the old days of sponsored listing ads, while they're still very powerful, um, we have to evolve way past that, right? Yeah. You have a wealth of information about shopping behavior. When someone shows up on Walmart's app or on their website, you know a tremendous amount of information about their purchasing behavior. You can make their experience highly relevant before they've even entered a key search term. That's right. You can deliver content. You can do that when they're offsite looking at a, through your partnership with the trade desk or, mm-hmm. or other mechanisms. So, uh, and then, of course, through connected TV. So uh, I think you're absolutely spot on yeah. that you have to be there. And that's where retail media certainly is going. Yes. And I think, you know, it's interesting because we had a panel and I know we might talk about that a little later, but we had a panel in C-Space the other evening Mm -hmm. with many of our leaders across Walmart. And what was so important is being able to have the representation from a, a head merchant. Um, you know, to our head of, you know, emerging technology, to our head of media, and yep. then of course, Seth Dallaire, our, you know, head of revenue, but really being able to have this conversation of how it's data that yep. is actually powering all the decisions that we're yep. all making, yep. right? Yep. Um, and that when we do it right, and we also had our chief economist too, which was really interesting, that because obviously it is about that data that's going to help drive conversations, whether that's on what are the, what, what's the assortment? that we mm-hmm. should have? Mm-hmm. How do we need, should that be in store or okay. should that be, you know, a, a digital only? How is that then, um, you know, how are we pricing that? What's the distribution of it? And then from a tech perspective, how are we building the, the our platforms and our technology to be able to serve up the ads to the right person yeah. with the right relevancy, which is what you were just mentioning? Yeah, and if you're a brand and you want to represent yourself at Walmart, particularly on on the site, you you want your entire assortment there. You don't want to be just well. I'm only going to represent the content uh, for the items that I'm selling through Walmart yep. first first party. I need my marketplace assortment there, and I need to be able to advertise and create awareness and discovery for my entire assortment. If you, you have to be playing any brand that isn't representing their entire assortment on walmart.com is doing their brand a disservice because consumers are looking for it. They're looking for it. They're absolutely looking for it. And that's a big area that we've been leaning into, as you well know, is ensuring that number one, we're working with the marketplace team because the marketplace team is trying to ensure that we're bringing in those three piece sellers as, as well as the one piece sellers. And that we, from a Walmart connect perspective, are ensuring that we can help accelerate sales, yep. you know, lift that discovery and democratize, you know, mm-hmm. the, the discovery process. 
Yeah. That's very good. So, Kara, um, recently the CPG guys released its annual Omnis Award episode yeah. in which Omnis were given in 16 categories uh, to companies that uh, we wanted to recognize for excellence in omnichannel digital activities. Three of those awards went to Walmart. I want to talk about two of them in particular here. The first one is the Omnis Award for Best Retail Media Analytics, and that went to Walmart Connect. Let's start with, from your perspective, what makes Walmart Connect um, performance marketing measurement best in class? Well, first of all, thank you so much for the award. The award very, prestigious. very, very prestigious. prestigious. And, you know, I will I will cherish this this award and I accept it on behalf of the entire team. Um, no, this means a lot. Uh, all of the awards mean a lot because we, as you know, it was only about three and a half years ago that we insourced the business from Triad. So right. we have been building the platform and trying to enhance upon it in all of these ways. So to be recognized is, um, is of, of great value to us. So thank you. Um, as it relates to retail, um, analytics, um, you know, listen, I think what makes us best in class is a few things. One is it, it is certainly the, um, the data that powers it, but the data is only as good as how you analyze it and how you use it. And we've, um, we've introduced some new machine learning capabilities to boost campaign performance in our display targeting. That's been, I think, a critical ad, like audience matching and custom audiences that made a big difference for us. I think that was well received from, you know, from our partners. Also, we've expanded our insights and measurement for better campaign optimization. And that's everything from keyword recommendations for search campaigns, but also expanding sales lift um, reporting. We know that with offsite media, that was a that was a big ask mm -hmm. from our clients. And with the Walmart DSP, we knew that um, that would be a game changer. And so I think, um, you know, that, that I think that's driving some of the results here. So one of the other awards that you won, one of the other prestigious Omnis awards you won, <laughs> was for best retailer supplier collaboration. And that was for work that you did with Mars on skills. Yeah. You want to talk to us a little bit about that particular program you ran this past year? Yeah, I'd love to. I'd love to. This one is close to my heart, Peter. Yeah? It okay. really is because, you know, um, as I mentioned earlier, the one Walmart programs and, you know, helping to build those and helping to shepherd those across the organization is, um, part of my client solutions team and what mm -hmm. they're, mm -hmm. what they're charged with. Um, Mars is an incredible partner yeah. and this is a program that we've done with them for a few years. And, um, and it's just a great program, right. That, that ties into Skittles and their pride campaign. And, and what a wonderful initiative that, um, you know, that ties so perfectly into their brand with the rainbow and then mm -hmm. LGBTQ um, community. So, um, you know, Accept that proudly as well. Yeah. I think from our side, you know, when we think about differentiators for mm -hmm. Walmart Connect, mm -hmm. our one Walmart approach is, is is something that helps us stand out, mm -hmm. right? And it's because it's not just about the program and how we actually are delivering upon that and and bringing it to life. But that's that's the end result. It's about the integrated planning. It's about the fact that we're able to work across our merchant team. Mm -hmm our site operations team. We're working across our retail marketing team as well as Walmart Connect and bringing everyone to the table months in advance in order to really start to think about strategically, what are the client's big bets? How does that align with Walmart big bets? And then 
bringing the best of all of the, you know, all of our assets together in order to bring something that's going to make it, you know, make a difference and actually be a better customer offering and a better customer experience into the marketplace. And I think that the Mars Skittles campaign is a great example of that. Um, I talked about that a little bit the last time I was on the podcast. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I was at the ANA, um, you know, the ANAs this past fall talking about Get the W, which I think we also touched on. Um, I was thrilled to have PNG and PepsiCo on stage with me. Um, talking about that program. And so I think, you know, we've been making great strides in that area. And we know from our partners, that's a major differentiator. So thrilled to have been recognized with Mars um, on that program. All right. So let's get back to a topic that we touched on during your introduction, which is around managed services. Yes. From your perspective, is the size of a CPG supplier, um, correlated in any way to their use or, or lack of use of managed services? And how are you helping to make your services available to suppliers of all size to help them win at Walmart? Yeah, that's an excellent, um, an excellent question because a major focus of ours in this past year has been how do we unlock growth for suppliers and sellers of, of all sizes? It's been truly one of our top three priorities this past year. And that's been incredibly important, not only as we look at our 1P, but because we're growing marketplace, right? We need to make sure that we're making it accessible for all. We're democratizing it to use that I word again, that. right? <laughs> so big part of that is going to be automation. Right. So when we think about everything from, you know, our self-serve solutions for search, we are continuing to enhance, you know, what the search offerings are, you know, whether that is through managed serve or Mm self-serve. We also this past year launched um, self-serve display. That's a really big initiative. We're going to continue to kind of build on that in the mm-hmm. year ahead. Mm-hmm. Making that accessible on a self-serve perspective, okay. I think, is, again, going to just open up more opportunities. But to answer your question, which is, does the size of the advertiser, yeah. the size of the CPG client, determine whether it's managed server or self-serve? No, I don't think so. You know, which is interesting because many of our largest partners mm-hmm. will do some of it self-serve. Right. So whether that's on their own or through an API partner, and then they'll do some of it managed serve. So when we're doing our big one Walmart campaigns, Mm -hmm. obviously we're all hands on doing that and building it with them and doing it Mm -hmm. in a managed serve way. But certainly when we're talking about always on campaigns and it's really important when we think and it goes back to the power of retail media. Right. Search is one of those offerings. It is performance driven and there's an always on component to it. Mm -hmm. In some cases, some of our clients just say, you know what, that is something that they can do on their own. They don't they don't necessarily we we consult. Right. Um, So it's really a little bit of both. I will say that as we start to lean in more to our marketplace sellers, our smaller 3P sellers, um, they're, they start out through um, managed serve, or pardon me, I should say they start out through self-serve, okay. right? Because of their budgets. They're yep. starting smaller. Um, many of them are onboarding with different API oh. partners, and that becomes a, a really, um, you know, a way for them to continue to scale. I want to remind our audience that today I'm speaking with Kara Russo, head of marketing at Walmart Connect. Okay, let's get back to the data issue that uh, we've been discussing already. Walmart Luminate. 
is all the buzz over the last year. As I travel around Bentonville and meet with uh, suppliers uh, across the spectrum, it's what they're talking about. How does the Walmart Luminate Customer Insights Asset complement what Walmart Connect is doing? How does Walmart Luminate help brands make more judicious decisions about investing in Walmart Connect? Yeah. Walmart Luminate um, is a buzz right now, for yep. sure. And we're really excited about it. Right. Well, let's start with what Walmart Luminate is. This is a proprietary offering that really takes all of that data about our Walmart customers and is able to actually use it in actionable form for our suppliers. Mm -hmm. There's a lot of different applications of that, right? So it's being utilized by our merchants in order to help our suppliers make smarter decisions on, you know, their, the products themselves, the brands, the assortments, how mm -hmm. they're utilizing those assortments, whether it's, you know, putting it on shelf physical stores or, you know, or, or on the digital shelf, you know, what parts of the country to have it. And so there's so many endless um, use cases for that. But your question is beyond that, how does it actually going to help Walmart connect? It's just, it's just continuing to thread that needle, right? So the more we know about how the customers of Walmart and that brand, how they act, what they want, and then we can then apply that to targeting them better across our media suite on and off our platform. So that's going to just enhance. Right now, we have fantastic targeting, targeting capabilities, but when you doubt provide another lens. And this may be not our current, you know, your, your current um, customers. It may be a whole new group of customers that we unlock through Walmart Luminate. And from what I understand, Walmart's been great about democratizing some of the Walmart Luminate assets mm -hmm. to get suppliers excited, invested in using it so that they can make a decision that this is a worthwhile investment against against their budgeting. A hundred percent. I mean, I think that's been a, a critical ask and that's why it's been an important priority for us. And, um, you know, we're excited about really thinking about how to, how to scale that, right? So being able to unlock and utilize those insights to drive more meaningful media plans, I think is going to be a game changer as we move forward for both Walmart Luminate and Walmart Connect. All right. Football season playoffs underway. Last year, you talked about some big things that you had going on. What's going on now with Walmart Connect coming up on the big game? Listen, Peter, you know that we're always going to deliver at the big game. Because Walmart will. is the destination, the one-stop shop for the get big your game. Munchies? Where are you going to get your beverages? You're <laughs> going to Walmart. You're, you're going to Walmart. Um, so you know I can't divulge. I can't tell you. Give me a little you. something. Just a little, little something. I can tell you. So you know last year we talked about Get the W. Right. We talked w. about that major big omni-channel campaign. Um we're we're gonna meet and exceed that. Let me tell you, we are we're already we're hard at work. We're excited um, as we get closer to the big game at the end of the month mm -hmm. to be able to introduce a, a a few key suppliers again with um, full omni-channel programs. That's awesome. That's great. All right, so we're here at CES, mm -hmm. looking out at the beautiful landscape. I can see Harry Reid Airport from from where we sit on the thirty third floor. 
what are some of the key themes and objectives that Walmart Connect has being at this uh, at this you know preeminent first? It's I feel like we're at the first Grand Slam event of the season. What do you yeah. what do you got going on here? What's going oh. on at CES? You can talk about that. I can absolutely talk Thank about you. that. I know, I know. It's like that was like a celebrity answer I gave you before, right? Where I, know, I was like, you know, I couldn't tell you about this. <laughs> big things are but happening. But now you've, I'll you've tell all, you you've, later. You can reveal because we're here. Uh, we're, we're here. I can absolutely tell you. Um, we actually, you know, because of the pandemic, Walmart Connect hasn't showed up at CES no, since I know. 2020. This is huge. Right. So, and we've grown and evolved and changed a lot since then. So, we were excited about showing up at CES, um, and we're you know we have a big presence here. What? Why are we here? Well, as you said, it's the beginning of the year. Yeah. It's the perfect opportunity for us to be meeting with our clients, meeting with our partners, and that could be our ad tech partners, our agency partners, you know, many of our innovation partners. I mean, we didn't talk too much about our innovation partners, but, you know, we also talked, we launched not too long ago, we, you know, we were out there talking about the fact that we launched innovation partners with TikTok, Snapchat, uh, Firework, Talkshop Live, Roku. These are really exciting new um, endeavors. And so we're meeting with those partners mm-hmm. because we're going to have great things to be talking about in the year ahead with, with those partners and more. Um, so our interest here is to do a few things, right? We're having lots of meetings, we're listening a lot, and then we're sharing what our plans are for the year ahead. We are doing some some thought leadership, right, and sharing our insights. So I, I mentioned briefly that we had this um, this incredible panel um, of our leaders. I mean, yep. we had Julie Barber, our EVP of merchandising. Julie's coming on the podcast too. Oh, lucky oh, you! Lucky you! She's wonderful. I saw her speaking at a Chamber of Commerce event at yeah. Sam's Club back in December. Oh, and we talked about it. And she said, "Yeah." Yeah, to do it, so. she was wonderful. And and what's interesting is, you know, you, you just asked me, why is Walmart Connect here? Well, a, a big part of what that conversation on stage was is why are all of these different divisions of Walmart here? Yeah. Why is Julie Barber here? Right. And, you know, and obviously as a as a merchant, as a key merchant, mm-hmm. she's walking the floor. She's meeting with suppliers, really trying to understand what are the trends? What are the products? Mm-hmm. You know, how can she be listening for what she needs to be thinking about for what they're going to purchase? And also thinking about that full assortment. You talked a lot about mm-hmm. the full assortment. Yep. Well, that's I heard important. her talk about that. Two things yes. I heard loud and clear from her. You, if you're a supplier, you need your full assortment on Walmart.com. And if you want to win on on, on Walmart, you need to be investing in Walmart. Luminate. That's right. That's right. And and so she she spoke about that and how mm-hmm. Walmart Luminate helps to actually inform some of those decisions. Mm-hmm. Yep. So you know that's one of the things that she's listening for being here. You had Jill Toscano, you know, our head of media, talking about you know being here at CES also meeting with those key partners and also looking for the trends because as we, as a company, and it's something we talked about earlier, if we need to be where the customer is, that's for Walmart Connect. It's for Walmart as a brand. Mm -hmm. And so understanding kind of these trends of, of, of customers, both from a media perspective, a technology perspective, mm-hmm. helps to inform all of that. Um, and so we wanted to bring that type of um, thinking and the purview to everyone here at CES, right? Mm-hmm. Is why is Walmart, you know, the, the kind of largest omni-channel retailer, why are all these divisions here at CES as the kind of the, the tech, you know, trade show of the year? Yeah. 
Yeah. Right. Um, and it's really about that innovation. And yeah. it, so, and, you know, and of course it, all those dots connect because realistically when we work together as one Walmart, mm-hmm. we can actually service our customer better, whether that's the end customer or whether that is, you know, our Walmart connect customer, which right. are our clients. Yeah. All right. My last question for you mm. is, uh, you're at CES. You'll probably be at Shop Talk, some other events later this year. These are all events that are uh, both suppliers, retailers, service providers, everybody's there. Should we expect to see Walmart Connect actually get to a point this year, maybe next year, where you, because you are clearly offering on site, off site, uh, in store solutions. Are you going to get to the point where you're going to have a dedicated event for your suppliers like I see other major players in this space? What do you got? Come on. Can you give me a little bit? There? You know, I'm always <laughs> yeah, kicking to find I love, out what's Listen, going. I love what it. I love your plan? curiosity. I'm I love your interest. Inquiring minds want to know. Yes. I will try to deliver that and answer okay. it. Listen, I, um, I think you're right. We are growing. We're evolving. And, you know, our customers want us. To, to be out there talking to them. And yeah. so we've been doing that in different ways. Yeah. We absolutely were at grocery shopping a bigger way this past year. As I mentioned, we went to Cannes. We're here at CES. You can expect to see us at all of these, these big industry events again, for sure. Um, in terms of a dedicated event, we, you know, a few years back, we did 5260, mm-hmm. um, pandemic got a little bit in the way we sure. did do, you know, a dedicated event that became virtual only. I think mm-hmm. we all, all of us in the media and retail media space tried that. Yeah. Um, I'm excited to think about how we evolve, um, you know, how we show up, mm-hmm. um, not, not just the message, right. But really how we bring an experience to life. Um, I don't know if it'll be this year or if it'll be the following yeah. year, but the reality is, is it is absolutely, um, top of mind for us. And I think we're thinking about it in a few different forms. It's not only about kind of as I said, informing um, and being able to have kind of hands-on experience. But it's also, you know, we have to think of all of our audiences now, Peter, right? It's not just the one-piece suppliers. And and so when we think about all of those audiences and the the three-piece sellers, there's an opportunity. And I think this is what you're getting at, which could be much, much bigger. Um, Definitely in our future. Um, Probably not this year at that scale. Um, but yeah, we're going to have to go there. You know, we're, again, it's, we're going to, we're going to be listening to what the industry needs and wants from us. Um, and we're there to, to listen and serve. I want to remind our audience that all of our content can be found by just visiting cpgguys.com. We have podcasts organized into subject matter, like retail media, the most, uh, episodes have been devoted to that. Uh, And if you think your company or you have uh, some thought leadership to contribute to our community discussion, drop us an email at contact at cpgguys.com. Maybe you can join us on the podcast. And of course, uh, while you're at cpgguys.com, go up onto the menu bar and click ratings. Give us a rating. Drop us a review. We want to hear your feedback. We want to know what kind of guests you'd like us to have. It's very important. And of course, thank you, thank you, thank you to the 19,000 of you who follow us on LinkedIn. Uh, We are so devoted to producing quality content that meets your needs and your requests. So uh, please keep giving us that feedback. So today we talked about data. We talked about omni-channel engagement with consumers. We talked about measurement. We talked about the big game. We talked about uh, so many different things. We talked about the Omnis Awards and 
and Walmart's tremendous performance and involvement in that this year. And there's so much more we're going to come back and talk to you oh, about. Oh, my goodness. Because when we look at the, the roadmap for the coming year, Peter, we're really excited about it. Kara Russo, I want to thank you for taking time out of this busy convention to sit down with me and talk about everything that's exciting going on at uh, Walmart Connect. It's a pleasure. Thank you for having me. To our audience, thanks for joining us. We look forward to speaking with you on the next episode of the CPG Guys podcast. Goodbye. Content in this podcast episode is provided for general informational purposes only. By listening to our episode, you understand that no information contained in this episode should be construed as advice from CPG Guys LLC or the individual author, hosts, or guests, nor is it intended to be a substitute for research on any subject matter. Reference to any specific product or entity does not constitute an endorsement or recommendation by CPG Guys LLC. The views expressed by guests are their own and their appearance on the program does not imply an endorsement of them or any entity they represent. The views expressed by CPG Guys LLC do not represent the views of their employers or the entity they represent. CPG Guys LLC expressly disclaims any and all liability or responsibility for any direct, indirect, incidental, special, consequential, or other damages arising out of any individual's use of reference to, or inability to use this podcast or the information we present in this podcast.